this is April the 21st today, and many of you have found that on Amazon.com, there's a new book published. The book is called, This Was Not Taught in Your Sunday School. Now, this book is over 100 pages. As I said, many people said, well, you need to write a book with 100 pages or more. Well, there is. Now, over the course of the argument of this book, I am going to be using the old King James Version of the Bible. Most of the book commentary that you will be reading has perfect graphs, typographs, but when you're dealing with the old King James Version, <coughs> you're going to notice that Every single jot and every t- single tittle that was in the old King James Version was literally printed into the book. Now, with that being said, this is my first novel that is over 100 pages, period. It took me a matter of three weeks to write this book, um, and basically every single source, the main source of this entire book is the Holy Bible. But I wanted to go into this into a perspective of using the entire Bible to explain how the world was created the world's going to end. (coughs) And it's not what's printed in the text. Because the Bible talks about specifically the earth. But it doesn't talk about how our galaxy was formed and how the entire Milky Way galaxy was developed. Because it goes a bit further. What do I mean by that? Well, go and pick up Back to the Future. Okay? Parts 1, 2, and 3. The reason why I'm saying pick up Back to the Future is because if you go through the story of Marty McFly, then you know that there's more to the story than what's being printed. In fact, it would be almost impossible to explain, okay, Marty is going to go back into 1955, then Marty is going to go to 1885. Because there's a whole story that has to be told about it. The same way with the Bible. In a lot of ways, if you read the Bible, the Bible does define through the other books the story of Genesis. But literally, not until 
the book of Psalms and Proverbs in which it makes mention that one day equals 1,000 years in the eyes of God. To put this into perspective, when Jesus Christ was laid in a cross, in God's eyes, only two days has actually passed in his eyes. Now, th- this is a big thing. 2020, the year 2020, two days has passed in God's eyes. So then, if that is the case, then when will Jesus Christ come again? This is the year 2021. And only two days has passed since Jesus Christ passed away on Calvary in a cross. So, that's a big picture. 4,000 years from now will be a total of six days since Jesus Christ died at the cross on Calvary. Now, let's go on to a bit further. We want to talk about the end of the world. And not a lot of Christians and we're talking about Jews, we're talking about Methodists, we're talking about Catholics we're talking about all these churches has misunderstood certain passages of the Bible but let's go back to creation for a second because it says that God created the world in six days, but it doesn't even mention how did God create the Milky Way galaxy? How did God create the solar system? Why? Because the book was talking about how the Earth was made. There's a bigger picture here. So going into the book of Revelations, God does explain how the earth will be destroyed. But it's not what you think. Let's go back to that Revelation 15 for an example that I want to emphasize here on this radio program. In Revelation 15, there's a passage that says specifically the giant earthquake. There's going to be a huge, tremendous earthquake and the mountains would be removed. In today's time, 
we talk about seismic activity. But why would the mountains be removed unless there's a volcanic eruption that happens? Now, in today's time, when a volcano erupts, a lot of times that mountain would lose a lot of energy. In fact, if a volcano was to erupt in today's time, (coughs) it is known that a lot of the density of that volcano gets knocked down. So what if the Bible is referring to not only an earthquake erupting because of quote-unquote the core of the earth, which keep in mind the terminology that I'm going to mention in this book is the core of the earth because of magnetic field density. In other words, something happens to trigger our entire magnetic field polarity to change. It could be because of the sun. If you go out and you pick out the book um, Universe Sandbox and let's say for an example we decide to put into the Universal Sandbox a change in, in let's say for an example the size of the sun because the sun is slowly starting to grow then the entire magnetic polarity would change the temperature of the earth would start to change as well which means that the temperature of the earth would get bigger and bigger and bigger so What would happen because of this? We would start to change with the polarity of how all the planets rotates in the solar system. If it's a slow, gradual growth, in other words, the sun is slowly turning into a red star, then the temperature would start to rise and everything starts to get crazy. If our so, if I'm not, there's no scientific proof to what I'm about ready to say about the Milky Way galaxy because we have not dealt too much into the Milky Way galaxy. There's no science going into the Milky Way galaxy, but I believe that when it comes down to the Milky Way galaxy, the closer you get to the black hole, the more hotter everything starts to get. The reason why is that there's a whole bunch of stars that's all put into that Milky Way 
and the heat from each of the individual suns will start to impact our solar system. If you take a look, let's say for example, if you take a look at the Milky Way through photos and go through Google.com and you look at certain photos, you notice that around the Milky Way galaxy, everything starts to get more brighter until it goes into the actual black hole that's in the center of the Milky Way galaxy. Because the planets, stars, are all going around the Milky Way because the black hole wants to eat the stars. So, in reality, this could be what ends this planet. So, this book, this was not taught in your Sunday school, goes a little bit deeper into science compared to what the Bible says. It does not, and I will repeat myself, it does not contradict the Bible. It puts science into what we read every day with the Holy Bible and says, okay, with what science is saying today, what would be the smart reality? Because, believe it or not, it's kind of like Back to the Future. Except, there isn't a book two, there isn't a book three when it comes down to the whole time. There is only one book one. So, this book is a lot different than something that you can just pick up in, in some grocery store when it comes down to it. This book goes a little bit deeper into that subject. Now, the reason why I wrote it is because I've been inclined by the Spirit of God who told me, okay, this is what you need to do. So I did it. I published what God told me to publish, what God told me to say. Now it's up to you to buy the book. Thank you for watching, listening to this radio program. Now, I am going to start working on my next book soon. Um, I'm tempted of putting out the Dragon World Episode 2. Um, that's what I'm really looking into trying to do with this. Um, I wanted to get this book completely done because I felt inclined by the Spirit to write this book. Now I'm done, and now I don't have to focus on the subject again. Alright, thank you for watching and have, listening, and have a nice day.